and you have the wealth that most people want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking again, financial wealth here. Like they want to own a business, cash flow, whatever that thing is. What is your advice to somebody who's maybe in your shoes? Uh, you know, ten years ago, maybe they may not pro baseball player, but <laughs> yeah, they, they're broke. Yeah, that was broke. What do they do? Um, man, I think so. The tools that we had ten years ago were very different than today. Sure. So it's like, dude, literally ten years ago, it's like Bigger Pockets podcast was out there. That's kind of it. <laughs> like I didn't. There was no YouTube videos of yeah. me telling people how to flip couches or yeah, yeah. do this or do that, and so. I just kind of fell into real estate because it was the only thing I could figure out that could make money. It's not like I loved real estate by any means. I was just like, oh yeah, I can make money doing this. Cool. So to that end, I mean, I know a lot more now and resources are way more available today. So I don't think anybody in the United States has an excuse for being broke. Mm. I don't really care where you're from, where you're starting at, what your situation is. Yeah, we all have different situations starting out. We all have different unique talents and abilities. But at the end of the day, like this is the time to be alive where anyone can do anything. I mean, you didn't grow up, you know, in some oppressive country that doesn't allow you to do anything. You didn't grow up 500 years ago where, you know, you're a slave. You know, it's like, dude, we all have the opportunity to do something in America, at least. Um, So to that end, I would pick something that, you know, number one, you are passionate about. And you think could be a good fit for you. So whether that's real estate, whether that's being a content creator, whether that's being a salesperson, whether that like there's so many ways to make freaking money. Right. But like if you're trying to get rich, you know, the only way to get rich is to figure out how to make big chunks of money. Mm -hmm. So like if you're going to go work at a W2 that makes 50K a year, there's nothing wrong with that if you want that to be like your steady income. But you have to figure out something else on top of that that's going to make money. Right. So what I always tell people is like, we have a framework called make, manage, multiply. And so what we teach at Wealthy Investor is like during the make stage, what you have to do is make 250K in one thing. All right. Because too many people are like, oh, well, should I get an Airbnb? Should I just wholesale? Should I flip? Should I do some storage? And I'm like, so what have you done again? Well, just pick one. Right. To me, flipping and wholesaling are the easiest ones to get to 250. It's not rentals it's not commercial like anyone can get started flipping and wholesaling right now and anyone can make 250 by yourself right now you don't need an employee you don't need you know an office you don't need anything just go out and hustle and get deals so you know make is 250 the second stage is manage okay so this is when you go from guy with a skill that's high paying to now business owner now i need to manage people and take this skill and teach it to my employees and have them do it for me. And so during the managed stage, I don't believe you've crossed that stage until you get to a million bucks. Okay. So until then, let's just say you pick flipping houses. Cool. You did it on your own. You made 250. Now we're trying to go build a seven figure business. We're going to go hire a sales guy, a marketing guy, you know, whatever, right? Cool. You learn a whole new skill set because now you still know how to run your ARVs. You still know how to like hire contractors and raise money, but you don't know how to hire people or manage them or keep them accountable or do KPIs. You don't know any of the organizational things that you wouldn't learn until you reach this stage, nor is it relevant in the make stage. Your KPIs don't matter when you're just hustling. So, (laughs) and too many people get caught up on that. Like, well, freaking what about my LLC? And should I get this spreadsheet? I'm like, bro, get a deal. I don't care. So then you go to the manage stage, you make a million bucks. Now you go to the multiply stage and the multiply stage is where, you know, if, if make is when you turn into like, 
you know, a hustler guy who's making money, manages a business owner, then um, multiply is investor. This is when you now have a business that's spitting off cash. And so how do you multiply the cash? Well, there's multiple things you could do. You could reinvest back into the business and double down and turn into a multi seven figure business. Um, option two is, you know, you keep the business running and growing, you know, organically, you don't throw fire on it and you start using that capital to buy real estate or whatever, right? Um, start investing it into whatever your investment vehicle is. Cause the way that I'm using real estate right now in this example is not an investment. It's a job. It's just making you money. Sure. Right. So now you start buying rentals and this is why I always tell our students, I'm like, guys, do not buy a rental. If you are broke, mm. what's the point? You're not, it's not going to change your life. Flip or wholesale it. That's going to change your life. $20,000 in your pocket is life changing. Owning one rental that breaks even is not life changing. <laughs> You're not, it's, it's nothing. So people used to always ask me that too. They're like, bro, why are you keeping some of these flips when I was first starting out? I flipped probably 60 homes before I bought a rental. And I was like, because I want the 20, 30 K and I want to buy another flip that makes me 20, 30 K. And if I do that three times over each year, that's 90 K. No rentals paying me 90 K, you know, but if I can build this company up, I'll buy rentals way down the road. Like this is a long game, you know? So if I can build this business the right way, rentals will be easy. So anyways, you get to the multiply stage, you can start buying rentals, you can reinvest in the business or, you know, like most shiny object entrepreneurs, you can start a new business. You know, at that point, you've successfully built a seven figure business. You've now earned the right to try and use those same skills in a different product. You know, most people, once again, they're in the make stage. They're like, I want a rental. I want a second business. I want to do like, and I'm like, that's why you don't get anywhere. That's why. Yeah. So, so when do you double down and build the other businesses? Cause you have, you have a lot, I have a lot. Yeah. So like, are we just the exception? Well, I think, man, there's so many schools of thought here. So like a guy like, you know, whatever Hormozy, he's been on my podcast and spoken at the events too. And he's talked about it a lot of like, just do one thing for like 10 years and yeah. just don't do anything else. Right. And it's true. Like if I only focused on flipping and I did nothing else, my flipping business would be bigger than it currently sure. is. But as an entrepreneur, you also start to realize there are ceilings to the scale at which you can reach. Like there's only so big you can make a house flipping business. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I did a hundred a year for like five, six years straight. It's like, do I want to do a thousand? No, yeah. I'm not doing a thousand <laughs> flips. Like it sounds terrible. No, nor is it like very scalable, right? Like, I mean, we saw what happened with Zillow and open door. Like when you try to scale yeah. a house flipping business, it's like, you, it, it just breaks. It was never meant to do that. Um, but when you try to scale tech, it's very seamless. Yeah. It's like you build the tech once, every customer you add literally adds no new complexity. Yep. It's just recurring. And so I started to understand that and I was like, wow, okay, there's different levels to scale um, in different industries. And so it's like content, massive scale, you know, education, massive scale, tech, massive scale. You know, real estate has scale in syndication and other stuff, but not flips and wholesales. And so it doesn't mean flipping and wholesaling is bad. It just means like back when I was couch flipping, there was a cap to what flipping couches could do. It was like, yeah. I could make a hundred, maybe 200, but that's it. Flipping houses. Maybe I could make, you know, 10 to 20 million in gross revenue. If I really, you know, went all in on it, but like that is the cap, right? And education. I mean, 
the, who are the, who are the guy, I mean, Tony Robbins and Cardone, these guys make a hundred million dollars plus a year yeah. in educate. Okay. So, I mean, that cap's bigger than flipping. What do the tech guys make? I mean, they make billions. <laughs> so, you know, you start to notice that each industry has a cap. And so as an entrepreneur, you have a choice. You can continue in your niche, which, you know, if you're in a lower tiered niche that has a lower cap, you, you will inevitably, if you're good, hit the cap, but could you be building towards something that's much more scalable? And you have to decide that, you know, it, it, I would say, this is my advice. If you're just starting out, right. And you don't have all the things you want in life yet, you're better off doing one thing. And that's what I did. I just scaled my house flipping company, built it to seven figures, the multiple seven figures. And I only focused on that. Then once I was like, good, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go devote my time to social media. This mm -hmm. is the next big thing. And so I actually like made less money flipping houses because now you just took the main cog out of it. Yep. Who's now going to go spend his time over here, which is not going to make anything <laughs> starting out, you know, and you have no YouTube subscribers. It's hard to make money, but if you believe in it and you believe in the scale and what it's going to become, then you know, it's a far better choice five years from now. 